welcome back to the Pixels and Dice podcast. Please join our hosts as they bring poorly thought out opinions on game into the table, spew it out as though they know what they are talking about, then wander off back to their caves. Or wherever it is they came from. Seriously, I have no idea what rock these freaks crawled out from underneath, nor should any of us really want to know. I assume it to be a dark place, full of stale pizza and weird pornography. Then again, that doesn't sound all that bad, come to think of it. Anyway, don't get too close. They bite. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Scormus. And I'm Bellus. And today... Hmm. Hey, Bellus. Did you know there's this little game out there called World of Warcraft? Well, I would hope so, considering I played it for like 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't play it quite as long as you, but... Still, it's, well, at the very least, it used to be a very big MMO. It was the big name in MMORPGs, and uh, I understand they've got a new expansion coming. Is it going to be along the lines of Battle for Azeroth? Because I heard that that was like, I mean, just absolute crap. And everything they did to fix it just made it worse. So, in answer to your questions, yes... And yes, it so they haven't learned. No, well, actually, in Blizzard's mind, they did exactly what they should have done with Battle for Azeroth, and uh, they're just doubling down on it with Shadowlands. All right. In fact, I... they're completely changing the game world so that, well. <sighs> They're I know basically... they're doing a level squish, so you're not going to have, like, level 120 characters or whatever. Nope, just up to level 60 again, which is fine. I get that. But in doing so, they're effectively, especially for new players, making the game ignore everything prior to Battle for Azeroth. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Because you've got all these assets in a game that are already underused, you know? Because who wants to go to the wetlands when all the, you know, all the action, all the you know, population is way over here playing in this, in the BOA zone? Actually, let's be honest, most everybody's playing in classic. Yeah, that's true. But in the, you know, the modern WoW, you, you know, you've got all these unused zones that everybody is just way too powerful for. And so if they go into the wetlands, there's no challenge there. So they're already underused. Wouldn't you think that they would want to do something like, you know, Guild Wars 2 did and countless other games have done to make the old zones still viable? And start, you know, doing scaling so that when you go there, you get downscaled to this to that level, that zone's level, so that you you're, you know, everything's competitive, everything's a challenge again. Well, they are to some degree. They're kind of doing something like that, in that with Legion, which was a couple expansions ago, and was actually the last good expansion for World of Warcraft. 
I thought it was just before Battle for Azeroth was Legion. It was. So it's a okay. couple expansions back. Anyway, in the Legion areas, after you did the starter quest for each of the zones, you'd come in, you'd do a starter quest, which was set to like level 100 or whatever, right? Where the very base. Okay. Um, after that, every quest in that zone would match up with whatever level you were currently playing. So if you did the first zone, you came into it at level 100, you didn't even notice a difference because the first quest was level 100-ish. Okay, level 100, level 101, I don't remember. And then as you leveled, you went through that zone, maybe you leveled up to 103 doing that zone. You'd go to the next zone, and the first quest would be 100, 101, whatever it was. And then every quest after that was level 103, until you got to level 105, 106, whatever, right? Next mm -hmm. zone, first quest, 100. Everything after that was leveled to what you were. And all the creatures were at your level. All that. And that was great. It was a nice scaling concept. And they eventually brought it to where it went through a lot of the content. And now it's going to be through all of the content in World of Warcraft, which is great. But they're completely, with the level squish, they're completely changing the way the content works. And what I mean by ignoring all the old content is, let's say you're a brand new character. Mm -hmm. a brand new player you just buy into World of Warcraft hey what's this game oh, I've never heard of this I'm going to give this a try because your head has been stuck firmly in the sand for the last 15 years anyway you play your character levels up to level 10 in this brand new starter zone they're creating so you go from 1 to 10 in the starter zone then you go into Battle for Azeroth all the other expansions before it, the main world and everything else is all aside. You just go right into the, the storyline and content for Battle for Azeroth between levels 10 and 50. And then from 50 to 60, you're doing the new expansion, Shadowlands. But once your first character has done that, you create a new alt. A new secondary character. They'll do that starter zone from 1 to 10, and then they meet up with this little gnome who is a time traveling, I think she's a dragon, maybe, I don't know, but she's attached to the whole time traveling storylines from, wasn't that, uh, it was either part of Burning Crusade or part of, uh, Wrath for the Lich King. I think it was Wrath for the Lich King, actually. Wrath of the Lich King. Anyway. You meet up with her, and she'll say, Oh, I've seen you before. Would you like to go on and start up the whole Battle for Azeroth thing? Or would you like to do one of these other leveling experiences? And you can choose the regular game, the regular game world, or Burning Crusade, or Wrath for the Lich King, or any other expansion, and you'll do them from level 10 to 50. 
just one of those. And then at level 50, you jump into Shadowlands. So they are revamping everything, but they're basically portioning everything out. You don't get to go and do the regular world, then Burning Crusade, then Wrath for the Lich King, then Cataclysm, and then Panda Land, and... Oh, God. Uh, so in other words... Draenor, then Legion, and... There's yeah. no point in playing WoW. Well, there is. It's just a different way of looking at things. No, they're if if going by the what you're saying, that's your your pigeonholing player choice. And player agency is one of the only things that keeps a game going. If the if the players feel like they have you know, something to be invested in. If their choices make a difference, if, you know, they're allowed to look the way they want and play the way they want, they're going to stick around. Mm -hmm. But if you tell them you can't do that, you have to do this, they're going to start finding other places that'll let them play the way they want. And there yeah. are many, many, many games out there that are so much better at that. No, no, I agree. I don't think this is the best way to handle it, but... At least it's them introducing scaling to some degree. Personally, Ooh, I think great. they should scaling. I should. I think they should have left every expansion as being a ten-level grouping. Your first ten levels is your starter zone. Then from ten to twenty, you do the regular game world. You do Azeroth prior to Burning Crusade. Then for 10 levels, Burning Crusade. And now the thing is, these are big, huge sets of worlds. So it's not going to take, you know, an hour like it would in a starter zone to level up 10 levels. It's going to slow down significantly so that you have to go and do all the content or at least a good portion of the leveling content. But the problem those is. 10 levels. Well, the problem with that is, is okay, one of the most significant things about World of Warcraft that they got rid of was when you were leveling up, crafting mattered, your gear that you would find felt impactful. You know, mm -hmm. you'd find a piece of green gear that had like plus four to it that really made a difference in your character and so by squishing everything down to 60 levels you've got characters that are gonna you you find a really cool chest piece you may not find anything better than that for those 10 levels and those 10 levels are going to be huge so you're not getting anything cool you're getting just fodder sure now apparently they're reworking though the crafting system to match with what they're doing and the gear and whatnot. And they could, if it was doing the way I was suggesting, they could rework it as well to work with that. Because it's all a matter of just changing numbers. Right. They, they could make the changes. But, but it's still not going to be very impactful. Well, by doing... I don't care what they do they're not going to make it feel like it used to when they're 
having you level from 10 to 50. That's 40 levels of content. There's a lot of crafting you can do in there. Yes, there's crafting you can do. To make it feel impactful. And then the, the last 10 for Shadowlands is basically like the last tier of your crafting. So Yeah, but see, the thing is, is to get the, the same kind of impact that you would get going from level 1 to level 110, squish down to 60 levels instead, they're trying. They, what they have to do to keep making that subscription is they have to make you stay in game. So that means it's going to take longer to level. And so it's now that it's going to take you longer to go from 0 to 60, or it's going to take about the same time it took you to go from 0 to 60 as it took you to go from 0 to 110. Well... You're getting less loot that makes a difference. Even crafted loot is not going to make that much of a difference. So what's the point? Actually, it's worse than that. Because they want you to get to Shadowlands as fast as you can. So levels 10 to 50 through whichever expansion or standard section you're going through, they want you to go through that pretty quick. So, yeah, it's not going to be slowed down. In fact, they want you to get to Shadowlands in, well, for people really speeding, they'll probably do it in a couple days. Most people, no more than a month. Okay. So, yeah. So, you're going to let people rush their way to... Endgame, effectively. Endgame. Which is the way WoW works. They want, they've always Yay. wanted you to get there as fast as possible, but... The problem is when you buy Shadowlands, if you've been playing WoW for years and years, you've played it since it opened up, great, awesome. Now you've got this Squish, which since you've played through all this content, you don't care about the old content. Oh good, I only have to go through one of the expansions instead of all of them. Great, that speeds everything up. So much awesome. You're focused on Shadowlands. But... A lot of people don't do raiding, don't do PvP, and their only end game is playing alts. Mm -hmm. This but effectively they guts their play. They've already done that. They never gave a shit about the casual players, the ones who played just to play. Preach. If they had, there would have been a whole hell of a lot more for those players to do. They would have given them something other than fucking dailies. You know how sick people are of fucking dailies? I stopped playing because of fucking dailies and rep grinds. Oh, I know. Because, oh, well, that's all solo people need. That and crafting. Oh, wait. Yeah, but you screwed crafting over. The best crafting gear requires raid stuff. Yeah. So, what? how is that good for solo players or small group players? They don't get that. They never have. No, they do. They don't care. As far as they're concerned, anybody who doesn't raid or doesn't play PvP, but especially if you don't raid, they don't care about you. And the funny thing is, I always hear this from WoW players. Oh, WoW is just so casual friendly. 
Well, the fact that you can level up solo, sure, casual friendly. Oh, I can log into PvP and play like Battlegrounds solo. Sure, I'm going to mostly get killed, but yeah, I, I can physically do that. And I can do their, uh, oh, what do they call that? Looking for raid and bounce through a nerfed version of raids with a bunch of other people who aren't playing as a group. Sure. I can do that and have a terrible experience for lesser loot, but that is simply, that's not playing solo. When they say, oh, it's so solo friendly and so casual friendly. No, if it was, I could do those raids scaled as a solo encounter, a solo adventure. Mm -hmm. PVP wouldn't even be an issue. I wouldn't have to do it, nor would I want to do it. But end game content is not, and there is no end game in WoW for solo players. Never has been. So the whole fucking idea that, oh, it's so casual friendly, it's so solo friendly. No, no, it's not. Oh, the game is such an easy game. Yeah, yeah, it is. I agree. But Blizzard literally scorns solo players. They don't care about them. Never have. The only reason you think of it as solo friendly is because they made it to where people, anybody, can race to endgame, get there as quickly as possible, and then it's all about raiding. Nothing else matters at all. Ask the PvP community. They feel almost as scorned as casual players. If you're not raiding, you literally do not matter to Blizzard. And that's, if you take out looking for raid, which isn't really raiding, it's bullshit and everyone agrees. If you take that out of the equation, less than 5% of the player base actually raids. Mm -hmm. So why do they focus on that? It literally just boggles my mind. Anyway, sorry, I'm off on a rant. The whole nope, point. That's fine. And we haven't even gotten to the whole point. We're 20 minutes into this. And <laughs> the whole point of this discussion was that the hype is kicking up about Shadowlands now. It's expected to come out in the early fall, much like um, Battle for Azeroth did. And I'm sitting here looking at the stuff that they put out to accompany their whole pre-purchase now ad campaign. And I look it over, the developer updates and talking about the covenants, which are effectively four new factions that you can ally with and get abil you know, special abilities. And Oh, they're doing class updates. No new classes and no new races coming in this expansion, but there's updates. And then they talk a little bit more about a couple of the covenants. And then they talk about the new starting experience before going into, oh, pre-purchase now. Yeah. Um, right. Literally nothing there. Not a peep makes me want to play this. Nope. This would be only the second expansion I've never bought. 
I didn't buy uh, Battle for Azeroth because just from looking at it in their initial hype campaign, I went, yeah, that's bullshit. That's PvP-focused bullshit. And it was, strangely enough, and it bombed. And now this Shadowlands, oh, you're going to be entering the realms of the dead. Great. Um, sounds nifty on the face of it, but when you actually look at it, there's going to be selling you for full price, a full price expansion, four new factions to play with, and some class updates, and a level squish with a new starting experience. So, in other words, basically what could have been just an update. Yes. This should have been a big update. But they're going to pull 50 bucks out of your pocket for it. Not out of mine. No, not out of mine either. And I see the hype and I've seen a lot of people talking about, oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, you're a moron. No, no. Let the let the the ones who love the game play it, because there are people working at Blizzard who deserve the job. They make the best content they can, and so if there's somebody willing to play it and they you know allows them to keep their job, more power to them. But the the people in charge, they're idiots. They oh. don't know what the majority of the players want and it shows in how quickly their numbers are dropping i would agree with you on that that the the developers and staff at blizzard do deserve their jobs they should be working out they do care about the game i get that but where you say oh well let these people be super excited i i have to disagree with that because they're excited over nothing. And as long as they get excited over this paltry crap, then nothing will change. Yes, but it doesn't matter because nothing's going to change anyways. They went from 15 million active players to what? Five? Three. Six? Three? At their lowest, they were a little over three. Okay, so they've, they've lost basically 12 million players and they haven't gotten the clue yet. And They're never going to get the clue. As long as players keep jumping on board this and keep pre-purchasing an expansion with so little meat on the bone, they're going to continue to give these meatless expansions doing the least possible amount of content. Let them. But because I, what's going to happen, though, is the same thing that happened for Battle for Azeroth. A lot of people jumped in, right? Mm-hmm. And when, it, when they realized how badly it sucked, players left in droves. And so their capstone number of where their player base was just kept going down and they would okay okay well we're gonna do this fix so people started to come back and then they realized that it was even worse and they went even lower and it just keeps going the more they do to fix it the lower that player base number goes and so if this thing's gonna stink on ice too 
they're just continuing that cycle and it's going to get lower and lower and lower again until there's just nobody playing sure and a good portion of the numbers that they can boast about how we've got three million players Ooh, yay great i can almost guarantee you the majority of them are still playing classic true enough but hear me out my problem with this is that much like other things with blizzard and world of warcraft it tends to expand out to the overall gaming community and if these other companies see um blizzard is able to make you know, they make two three million sales of an expansion that is bullshit and should have been an update and they're making all this money off of it a lot of these other companies that are doing free-to-play games they're not going to care about how many overall monthly you know subscribers that blizzard has for world of warcraft they're going to look at how many of these expansions did they sell this is how much money they brought in so they'll go hey we can sell an expansion for our game because a lot of free-to-play games will do that they'll still sell mm -hmm. expansions like let's say lord of the rings online i'm not saying standing stone games would pull what blizzard is but let's say they decided to do so and they put out an expansion and they you know they've got a big fan base that is let's not sugarcoat it they are rabid for lord of the rings online and they get all behind it and they push the hype train and then out comes this raging turd that has nothing to go for it and is not even worth 20 bucks let alone 50. Mm -hmm. then other companies go oh and that becomes the norm then all they're putting out is bullshit expansions that don't have anything going for them but hey people are willing to buy them so let them buy them i well, disagree but then again you also have to look at the things like um fallout 76 and all those other broken games that got released last year and how you know they they made a they made money with their release they they sold a lot of boxes sold sure. a lot of copies of the game and then their reputation just got absolutely ripped apart people just absolutely destroyed the name of the company it became synonymous with crap sure they just you know um i'm trying to think of some of the other games that were out there that um i other than fallout 76 i'm just drawing a blank on the the games because i certainly didn't buy them but well most people think of anthem when well they think of yeah fallout 76 as that oh look another game that has nothing going with it and so yeah they sold they sold base copies but now you've got players that are like, fuck that shit. I'm not buying another Fallout game again. I'm not buying another Bioware game again. I'm just not going to buy from that company because of the shit that they put out. So yeah, if you want to put your head on a chopping block, follow along with the way uh, Blizzard Activision's doing. Sure. Bioware's doing. And Bethesda with Fallout and Bethesda 76. with Fallout 76. But I will say this: at least Bethesda 
learned and they are putting out the Wastelander update, which is a free update, or from what I understand, it's going to be a free update that fixes a lot of the bugs and actually adds in people, NPCs, to the outside world. Oh, they added and people to the NPCs already. Yeah, but they're, you know, making it so that there's, it's an actual Fallout game instead of, Hey, all the other players are your content. Just go out there and role play and do PvP. It'll be fun. And people uh-huh. went, um, no, we bought this for a Fallout game, not to go and talk to other people and look at the rather dingy world and get into gunfights with other players. Because, you know, we can play Fallout 4, right? We can go do that and have a better experience. Y'all know that, right? So, yeah. And mm-hmm. with BioWare and Anthem, at least they went, oh, shit. Looked at Fallout 76 and what's going on there and went, yeah, we got to get reworking on this and get Anthem into a playable state soon. And they are working on it. So that's my argument, though, is they realize their mistake and they're trying to correct it even though it's, in my opinion, far too late for a lot of these games. Sure. But in my opinion, it's not going to change because people already are afraid that Bethesda, despite the whole backlash on Fallout 76 and them putting out the Wastelander update, people expect that when um, Elder Scrolls Six comes mm-hmm. out because they're working on that i know that it's going to be a fantasy version of fallout 76 and that's why i'm not going to buy it when it first comes out mm-hmm. and a lot of people should just wait sure because they can they can have all the people who uh bug test the game and all that they can have them locked down with a you know do not report on it kind of thing, an NDA. But eventually, it's going to come out, and people are going to play it. And if it's atrocious, we're going to find out rather quickly. Oh, sure. So don't spend your money on any company that has done these kind of tactics. And wait. Because, ooh, it's going to take you maybe a day, at worst a week, to find out whether or not it's a viable product. And as soon as you find out, well, hey, it's actually really good, then sure, throw your money that direction. They learned their lesson. They've made a good good game. By all means, send your money that direction. I know I will. Yeah. Well, see, we're basically saying the same thing. I'm saying that these WoW players shouldn't jump on board the hype train like no, they, they shouldn't. Been. And because Blizzard literally has not proven themselves worthy of their money. But there's people all over the place going on about how, oh, Shadowlands going to be awesome. No, it's and they're not. Gonna, they're going to play regardless because that's, that's what their mind is hooked on. That's all they want to do. By all means, let them do it. So because the majority of people are going to go, fuck them. I did that. A long time ago, 
I dropped WoW and have never looked back, have never really... I mean, the only time I even had an inkling of wanting to go back was when Classic came out. Sure. But I didn't buy it. I didn't buy in. Yeah, Still haven't. Either. So it's, it's, it's all on them. They need to do right by the players or they don't deserve the players. That's so, every, every game manufacturer out there, every developer out there. It's all on you. You need to prove that you, you're worth our business or we shouldn't give you our business. Yep. So speaking of worth your business, didn't you say that uh, um, there's recent news regarding Guild Wars 2? Yeah, there's not a whole lot of news. They've basically said a while back that they're, start, they're working on an expansion. From the maps that I've seen, it looks like it's going to be in the Cantha region, which all the big fans of Guild Wars 1, they've been just, since almost day one, they've been jonesing for the Cantha region. I never got that far in Guild Wars 1, so I have no idea what, or, you know, what's going on in the Guild in that area. But it has a lot of people excited. Oh, cool. And they're talking about, you know, potentially new races. And the uh, races that they're talking about are uh, um, Quaggan and uh, uh, Tengu. Tengu are the bird creatures, and the Quaggan are these little, like, tadpole yeah. creatures. I like they're the also quaggan. talking about possibly Hylix, the, the frog people. Hmm. Well, so, I know I could go with Quaggan. Specifically a Quaggan Revenant. Well, if they uh, come out with uh, Quaggans then a lot of my infinite potions are going to be absolutely useless because I have uh, the infinite potions for almost all the different skins of Quaggan. Ah. Anyway, so you got anything else to add today? No, there's not a whole lot of information about it. I just know that it's coming. I have no idea when. It could be six months. It could be two years. Yeah, I doubt it's going to be two years. Oh, I, mean, I doubt it. It's probably going to be... I'm thinking it's probably going to spring of next year. Yeah, soonish, as they say. And I'm thinking that's probably at the latest because with uh, Heart of Thorns, it was like six months after they announced it, it was it was out. And with Path of uh, Fire, it was they they announced it and it was like two months later, and it's like wow, holy shit. Um, I doubt so, they're going to want to do anything in fall of uh this year probably not that's no, why i said spring yeah maybe winter you know wait and see if the uh if there's a huge upsurge in wow's population and if it dies off quickly well hey jump right on that because that'd be the perfect time to do it otherwise spring <laughs> yeah anywho till next time i'm scormus and i'm bellis Generic catchphrase ending. Thanks for joining us for another Pixels and Dice podcast. If you did get too close and caught a nip from one of our hosts, please get that wound treated promptly, as it is likely to fester. Otherwise, feel free to check out our other podcasts, blogs, and assorted nonsense at scoreme.com. Leave a comment, if you will. 
Stroking their egos goes a long way towards keeping the hosts in their hovels, thus keeping the rest of society free of them.